Hello and welcome to the DC Daily Drop. I'm Tom. And I'm Zach. We're going to be talking about the big bad Action Comics number 1000, celebrating 80 years of Superman. Uh, crazy, we just reviewed Action Comics number one, and there's an actual tie into Action Comics number 1000 from that issue, which is really cool. Well, it would actually be the other way around. But what did overall, what did you think of this comic book? Uh, I really, really like this. There is, there's so many good moments in here. And I, I think a lot of times if you have like a limitation, it makes you do something creative. And the, the limitation in here is that all of these really super talented writers and artists were given sometimes like three or four pages, sometimes a little bit more. But, you know, they had a really short window to tell the story that they wanted to tell and to honor Superman and what Superman means to them. And I think I can honestly say that they all did a great job. Like there wasn't obviously, obviously there's some stories that I liked more than the other ones, but there wasn't a single one that I could look at and say, man, this was bad. I did not like this at all. So yeah, I think it was a fantastic idea and I think they executed on it very, very well. Right. These type of celebration issues are always tricky and 80 pages, I think it is. And 11 stories, is it? So not a ton, especially when the first one takes up almost a quarter of it, I think. So lots and I, tons of great talent here. And like I, like you said, I think everyone delivered and it was really enjoyable. Um, not a, you know, this isn't something to read if you're tight into continuity or anything like that. It's just a nice celebration of the character. And there's some stuff in here that reminds us why Superman's so awesome and really good looking at the heart of the character, the spirit of the character. And I think that's pretty much done throughout these 11 stories. Yeah, definitely. So I guess we will be getting into spoilers if you're worried about this. I mean, nothing terribly story-wise is going to carry forward into anything except for the final issue or final story, but just be warning if you haven't read it yet. Yep. All right. So story one is from the city that has everything. And it's a Dan Jurgens story in art and uh, it's Superman day and they're, they're celebrating him and he's off fighting some people and he's he's trying to rush back to get there so that they can honor him. Um, But there's a there's a lot of nice stuff in here and we get to see a ton of dc characters show up to honor superman and that's that's really cool this was just a fun little story and a nice wrap-up of dan jurgen's recent run on action comics so he you know brian michael bendis is taking over and we'll get to him later but this was a nice little send-off for the action comics run he almost gets a full normal issue i thought it was cool lois and the justice league and everybody wanted to plan a day for superman just to do it john jones is trying to manipulate superman to seeing something different and and all of that so he can just enjoy the day and celebrate it and still superman tries to go to the rescue which was really cool but that fun little story yeah really fun and again you know shows the character of superman he is not in in it for the glory he is constantly focused 100 on just making the world safe for humanity yeah story two we get the never-ending battle with peter j tomasi and patrick gleason this shows a lot of Vandal Savage, a montage through the past, and it's all set framed with, within basically Superman telling Lois and John about his, all these different historical events. But essentially, it's a it's a way for him to to thank everyone for celebrating his birthday. <laughs> um, he's they've got the birthday cake there for him, and he's he's telling this long winded story, and uh, John probably just wants to eat cake. But it's basically an excuse to show Superman, and and this whole issue as a whole has some of this, but it shows. Superman in different time periods and everything like that. So it honors Superman all the way back in the 30s. Tons of different images of Superman through present day, including Kingdom Come Superman and and more modern stuff. So I thought this was pretty cool as well. 
Yeah, I really like this one, especially the different art styles that they use for the different periods and the allusions to big story lines and elements that have happened over the past. This was this is one of my favorite ones. And then up third, we had an enemy within. Marv Wolfman did the story, and then uh, Kurt Swan did the art. Yeah, and that's this is the leftover longtime Superman artist Kurt Swan. So this is an old unpublished story of his. Yeah, so this is a a pretty short story uh, about Brainiac trying to mind control some people, and it's it's got a lot of uh, Superman kind of waxing poetic about how great people are and how they're an inspiration to him. Which again, that's a that's a big thing that makes Superman such a, a great character. Yeah, it shows people being inspired by Superman, and of course, how Superman is inspired by humanity, and that's kind of a two way thing there, and it's really cool. Yeah. Then we get the game with Paul Levitz and Neil Adams where Superman is playing some chess with Lex Luthor. Uh, we also get a really one of the most popular Superman comics for, for the past several decades has been Superman 233, Kryptonite Never, Nevermore, where he's busting out the Kryptonite change. There's a cool homage to that in here. Uh, what do you think of this one? Yeah, this was a, a good, fun one. And again, uh, we'll see a little bit later too, but one of the big things about Superman is obviously his relationship with Lex Luthor and that kind of adversary uh, sometimes kind of like chess game like absolutely maneuvering that they do with each other and so obviously a really good metaphor for that and yeah the the crypt the kryptonian chains were were pretty cool the kryptonite chains i mean uh and then number five we get to the car which is the jeff johns richard donner and oliver copel art uh this one picks right back up from action comics number one uh, right, really cool. Since we just read Action Comics number right. one, if you if you haven't read that recently, go back read the thirteen pages or whatever, and then you'll get this five page, the car. Yeah, it was it's fantastic. It's the car that you're thinking of from from Action Comics number one, and you know, so Superman catches up with Butch, Butch, the guy who tried to cut in on him and Lois and kidnapped her, uh, and the car that he destroys, and finds out that Butch has actually had a really hard life, and Superman tells him to make the decision to be good and be the person who wasn't there for you for someone else. Um, and I, I just, I loved this story because it, it really does sum up what makes Superman Superman. Like he is the best of humanity, even though he is not human. I, I love this, this story. This was by far my favorite one. Uh, so cool. Makes perfect sense that Action Comics number 1080 years later would tie into, have something that tied into Action Comics number one. This was not what I was expecting, but it shows Superman not just as the hero who takes care of the bad guy and gets him sent to jail. He goes in. He goes, he checks on him. Like, you could be, I, I see you've had a rough upbringing. You can use this as an opportunity to be a bad guy and, and blame the world for all your problems, or you can step forward and take responsibility for what you've done, be a better man starting right now. And they use the car as an example. Oh, we should, should we junk the car? Or should we, you know, is, is it even worth saving or should we just get rid of it? And I thought that was really cool. Loved it. Five pages, reminder of why I love Superman. <laughs> Yeah, and it it almost like retcons the the original Superman story because we we just did that review of Action Comics number one and how Superman's maybe a little bit different. He's more just to kind of go rough him up and uh, just beat up the bad guy kind of superhero. And this this kind of goes back and shows you know the aftermath of that that we didn't see in those original comics of him actually following up and making sure that that people are are becoming better people. And there's there's the art style and this one was also probably one of my favorites and there's a lot of cool little visual things like there's a a little five panel 
or six panel thing where we see just a drawing of a bird, we see a plane overhead, and then we see Superman. Like, that's just cool. Then story six, we get the fifth season from Scott Snyder and Raphael Albuquerque, which is another Lex and Superman story, which makes sense in such a, as Lex and Superman have such an important history. Yeah, this one was really great. Lex has the, the eye of Zotor and Cronus's time scissors, and so he's going to kill Superman. But instead, they go to the planetarium and, and have a flashback and get to see young Lex getting saved by Clark without him even knowing it. And so Lex decides not to kill Superman. And it's more just kind of reminiscing about their past and what they've been through together, which is a good theme for this 1000th issue. Yeah, for a celebration, it makes sense. Yeah. And then story number seven of Tomorrow with Tom King on the story and Clay Mann on art. It's five billion years in the future. Uh, <laughs> this is definitely the most future-looking issue out of all of them. It's uh, definitely, I don't think anything occurs after this five billion years. Um, Earth is being eaten by the sun. Lois, John, and Superman are still all alive. Um, but it's it's him saying goodbye to Ma and Pa Kent, going to their, their grave one last time. He's been there every year for the past five billion years. Yeah, um, really, this was probably one of my other f- more favorite ones, I guess, even though five billion years in the future is kind of crazy to think about. Uh, Lois, it's explained that she's, I don't even remember what they said, they explained away how she's able to survive, and along with John and Superman, of course, so really cool and a really heartfelt goodbye to Ma and Pa Kent. Yeah, they've got the eternity formula. I don't know, I wouldn't want to live forever, but I guess Superman's going to, so he should probably have his wife and his kid. Live forever well, too. <laughs> at least until that sun's gone, I guess. Yeah. Then with story eight, we get a classic combination of Louis Simonson and Jerry Ordway with five minutes. And it's it's literally that Clark has five minutes to finish the story and Perry's breathing down his neck and he goes out and he saves even more people and it makes more news as Superman in that five minutes. It's got the ticking clock there, uh, as does a later story, but uh, another fun one. Yeah, the, just kind of really classic what you think of uh, Superman kind of comic look uh a fun one story nine action land uh paul denny on story jose luis garcia lopez on art it's this is probably the goofiest one uh one of the more fun ones mr mixy pitlick and gypsy are imagining a superman theme park where mixy pitlick is the greatest villain ever who took down superman i feel like this is one of those issues where people who like to argue about the different villains and then somebody will say something like well mr mixy pitlick is actually the most powerful because he controls reality <laughs> and this is like this is just another uh piece, piece of, of ammo, evidence right so <laughs> good for them uh but yeah it's a fun one yeah it's just a, a fun goofy one with with dini and seeing garcia lopez's art that's really cool uh, I, I enjoyed that one as well yep then we get story 10 faster than a speeding bullet with Brad Meltzer and John Cassidy. Another one that shows Superman inspiring in kind of a fun way. He's, he's far away and there's a hostage held up at gunpoint and he needs to, to get there, but he doesn't know if he can make it that fast. And it's really cool. Um, he eventually does make it in time. Yeah. And the, the woman being held hostage has the great line of, well, like he says that you're really brave. And she says, I just did what Batman would do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Of course she was kidding, uh, but yeah, that was really fun. Yeah, and this one was, uh, like I said before, some of you had to be creative because you weren't given that many pages, and I, I feel like this was probably uh, the most creative use of that kind of limitation, um, mm-hmm. just telling a whole story about literally less than a second passing, so I thought that was great. Yeah, uh, something special you could only do in a in a Superman story. Yep. And then story 11, we get the truth, which is the the first kind of 
teaser and taste that we get of the the new Brian Michael Bendis um, story arc that we're going to get. And Jim Lee does the art. Uh, so there's a, a lot going on in a few couple pages. Uh, he's wearing the red shorts again. There's lots of funny lines and references to that. Somebody says he doesn't look like Superman without the shorts. He's wearing underwear on the outside. Maybe it's a symbol of hope from where he comes from. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know if I like that or not. So I guess they have to address the fact that he's wearing the red shorts, um, as they like to call them. But it almost felt like Bendis was was saying it wasn't Superman if he doesn't have that, which I he can he can be Superman in a different costume. Right. Yeah. So obviously we know how Bendis feels about it. Um, but yeah. they, <laughs> so they've got that out of the way now. Um, but then. There's this character, Rogel Czar, who is fighting Superman and Supergirl. He's a pretty gross-looking, big, nasty guy. Um, but we, yeah, we get to see Supergirl yeah. pretty early on, and hopefully she's going to have a, a big role. This is the new villain that Bendis has teased that ties back into Krypton's destruction or beginning. So it's really our first look at that, and he implies that he destroyed Krypton and killed other Kryptonians. And it looks like he's going to it be a formidable, phys- formidable physical threat to Superman. Uh, overall, I don't know, can't judge, pre- predict, or preview, preview what Bendis is going to do with Superman from this. It's sort of a, a brief action scene, really. But what do you think of it overall? Yeah, it's it's definitely something really ambitious. Uh, just bringing in a villain who, basically, is saying that he was single handedly the the main cause of Krypton being destroyed and all the other Kryptonians dying. Um, but yeah, we get to see the the ending as well, where he stabs Superman. So he has he has set himself up quite a doozy of a storyline. It looks like. Yeah, and this doesn't. I'm not anticipating Bendis on Superman anymore because of this, but I'm not down on it. You know, I'm so I'm excited and, and willing to give it a chance. As he's got the whole new Man of Steel miniseries coming up before taking over in Superman Action Comics, but this is our first real taste of it. Yeah. So overall, really fun celebration of Superman's history. Did you look at all the all the covers they had? alternate covers which were really cool from each decade they had the main one and then everything from the 30s to present day for each decade yeah i did check those out those it was really cool again that that was one of the best things just overall about all of the different stories and everything but especially in the covers getting to see the different artistic styles that superman has gone through over the ages and you know even when he looks different he's still superman and there are so many different kind of interpretations of superman um, and that's one of the things that makes him such a great and long-lasting character. Absolutely. I like the, the main version, and I think the 90s one, just because I probably made more 90s comics of Superman than any other decade, but uh, all some really cool ones worth checking out. Yeah. That's all we have for today. Thanks for listening, and we'll be back tomorrow.